September 24, 2021. It's the Watt for Pedro Show.
Rockford Pedro Show. Happy Friday. Started off the show with... There's the fucking list, what? So there it is. Crepuscule. Uh, Crepuscule. Right? It's French. With Nelly. Live. John Coltrane with Thelonious Monk. Very important nine months in his life. It was his B-Day yesterday. Mr. Coltrane. Floated around a picture of him with his wife Alice. On our last tour. Her birthday, 27 August. Just in case you're uh, curious. Then we had uh, Crash 45 RPM CDC versus Carnival Arcus. <laughs> Ocarna. Ocarna Testra. Maybe that was close. <laughs> so sorry. Apologies. And because of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention, I have with me Brother Randolph Carter. Welcome aboard, Randolph. Thank you. Yeah. That, what was that band, that progeny? Orkana? Or Orkana? Or uh, that, 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 that project is two projects, kind of. Um, so Carnival de Carnitas was... Oh, it's uh, Carnitas, like that Spanish. Well, sort of. Yeah, I know it's not First spelled time. that fucking way. Ah, that's yeah. wonderful. And Carnitas, of course, is tiny meats, but it's usually pork. I had yeah. some tacos in the studio in uh, Hollywood in... Yeah, Ocean Way, it's called Universal now. I haven't been there for 20 years. Uh, but look, I'm very interested in your journey through music. Oh, we got to thank the Brutal Sound Effects crew for the connect. Yes, thank you. Now, now please, Randall, bring us your earliest musical-related memory of your life. I believe that would be around 1978. Uh, when I saw Steve Martin perform King Tut on Saturday Night Live. You know, he was good on banjo. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not... not and he like even a, played banjo back then during those shows. No, no, I think he goes way back. Like, he went to Long Beach State, I think, for a little bit or something. But somebody was telling me, and not, not for yucks, right, can really play the motherfucker. Uh, so, um, the pad you grew up, was there instruments... Musical uh, uh, uh So I grew up in a number of different pads. Um, aunts, uncles, parents, grandparents. There was a grandma who had an organ. Otherwise, no. Okay. Did you jump on that organ? Uh, only when she wasn't home. We weren't allowed to touch it. <laughs> but you did. Like stealth? Oh, yeah. <laughs> stealth? stealth? Now, now, did you try to figure it out or... Or did you use it like a percussion? Did you like bang on it or, or try to get trippy ass? Use all ten fingers, maybe other ten, uh, the ten toes also. Yeah, I went. I I got frustrated uh, trying to make real music, so then I made drone. I, I yeah, I made annoying music. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I think it's relative, right? Like somebody was, uh, I was talking to my buddy Peter, and he was talking, you know, I was playing the wrong notes. I said, not wrong notes, notes you don't like, for now. <laughs> yeah, and it, it turned out uh, that it was annoying to a lot of other people, but but uh, it went on to be a passion for me, um, making droney, annoying music. Well, you know, John Cage said something like, uh, even the most beautiful whatever, uh, Mr. Mozart or Mr. Bach is playing, but if you're trying to talk to somebody, fuck is that annoying. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the same thing with the yeah. good notes and the it's uh, right so relative and stuff. And now I think with arts and uh, aesthetic things, 
Because people try to extend this to like kind of ethics and, but I think in aesthetics with the A first, yeah, you can be like that. We gotta have some fucking loose shit. <laughs> so let let me ask you, first record you bought with your own money? I, the first one I remember buying with my own money. I remember being super excited coming home with uh, two records from Cosmic Airplane in Salt Lake City, Utah. One of them was uh, Christian Death's Only Theater of Pain. Oh, Roz. Yeah. Very sad about him. Good band. Orange County kids. And uh, interesting. Interesting band, but very sad about him. But And what was the other one? The other one was Susie and the Banshees. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, the Singles. The Singles Collection. And I forget the name of it. I never had any albums, but I had that single, a Hong Kong uh, Garden. Right. That was on there. That was on the that. Best of. A great guitar man. He uh, we lost him. Uh, I saw him in the the singer Buzzcocks quit and made a band called Magazine. And he was playing guitar, so I'm at the whiskey. Uh, what was the first gig you saw? Um, my dad took me to see the Who. Who was on drums? Was it Kenny Jones? Um, I think it was Kenny Jones. Yeah, it was. Great. It was after. It was the first tour after Moon died. You know, uh, Kenny Jones, great in faces and small faces, but, and I guess Pete's uh, solo records, but man, I don't know about with the, maybe because of Mooney, right? So let's get on to uh, school. Were you in the choir, the marching band or shit like that? Uh, no, no. Um, nope. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. I'm just curious. You know what I mean? All things lead up to now. And so until I get this mind reading thing, I'm going to have to use words. So I might ask awkward questions. I'm sorry. <laughs> So uh, mainly your music, you expressing yourself was through your grandma's organ at the beginning. At the at the beginning, that pretty rapidly turned into um, using those old uh, recording, those old tape recorders you could get at school that were like flat, and you could have the the buttons that you'd pop the yeah. But tape I, the, I think the medium was cassette, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah, and mechanical that, buttons. Yeah, no, no servos or relays or shit. Yeah, they were like mechanical. Um, yeah, you you, uh, you make your fingers like a peace sign. <laughs> right, and if you have one of those and you have like a stereo, yeah, in a house, you can start multi-tracking really poorly. Now, um, yeah, but so. I'm curious, how did you stumble onto that? Someone turn you on? You read something? I haven't the slightest idea. I, oh, I, so it was just an individual, a personal accident i i would if if i had to to look for any um i would say most everything at that time was just trying to figure out what irritated adults the most ah so uh, uh, music was kind of a device (laughs) it it was definitely a way of uh defending yourself um, maybe (laughs) of irritating uh, whichever adults happen to be around, yeah, and 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 that very st- soon turned into irritating um, the punks that I lived right, with uh, people your as own a age. teenager, yeah, people <laughs> your own age and younger, right? No, so what you're trying to tell me is your cassette was using uh, as an instrument, a recorder. Yeah, and also I would you'd like you know you can take I think there was like a motor from some toy that I would just rest on metal objects and it would just kind of grind and you can hear a lot of that in the carnival de carnitas piece that was that you played um because that's in that band we made we built all of our own instruments and they were all automated 
Now, so you uh, say were. So what, you met other people doing this stuff. You weren't just man alone. Uh, in my 20s, yeah. Oh, by 20s. I mean, no, let's go before yeah. that. I, I want to know what led up to this stuff. You know, so first you're on Oregon, then you're on the tape recorder, then you're with the electric motor. Now, do you get yeah. any kind of garage band, basement band, bedroom band during high school or junior high? No. Okay. Um, I, I had a project um, and it was called Cancelled. And in theory, it would, would have been me making noise. But since I insisted that any flyer have the word cancelled put across it in big red letters, um, or I wouldn't perform. Everybody thought I was an ass and uh, didn't like it. Nobody liked that idea. You mean it was a gig? Well, I told people if I if I would play, but I I had the the gigs the flyers all had to say canceled. So, like so you nobody would ever gigs that never happened. Right, they never happened <laughs> in my bedroom. They you know, you know, uh, Gary, the singer of the Dicks, told me you know before they even wrote their first song, they made flyers because they thought if you put up flyers of your band around town, that would make the other dudes really want to make a band. But yeah, I think he called them fake bands because. They were only they only existed as flyers. <laughs> yeah, canceled was not quite that fake, but yeah, we never <laughs> we never left the bedroom, and it was just me. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you have do you have tapes of this? Do you old stuff? I don't. I don't. I we I made a lot of tapes. Yeah. I would do a lot of like one of a single or like small editions, but. Um, even those tapes tended to be uh, the 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 spirit of the music being, um, I guess, in people's faces or anti-music. Um, like the the tapes that I would give my friends, um, I would unscrew them and take the tape off the spool at the end yeah. so that if you ever put it in a cassette deck you play it, it once. would just spin <laughs> play it once oh yeah. no you wouldn't play it at all because well once it ran out right once it ran out yeah yeah, yeah. that's interesting um, that's a great device so stuff like that i would super glue you're, parts you are provo so you're provocative that's a very kind way of saying it yeah <laughs> like you like the i word irritating okay I'll use the P word provocative. Look, you gave me this stuff called Versus, but this ain't VS. I remember sharing the stage with a band called VS. In fact, I broke their bass, not on purpose. <laughs> My broken it. Yeah, fuck. Stupid what? And this is called Elegy for Mother Glass.
scent of coal air And the cold air itself Rawed unreasonable I can see my breath And it's suddenly a thrill Welcome, 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 welcome
they are half closed Look out glass eye Time's gone clock Cripple green lamp With gray light Jock is gone to the strap show that chunk of music started off with verses which is kind of uh, a little village or, or adversary or whatever uh, you know uh, contrary of mr buckley would say or some bullshit he's just showing your ass folded over in his chair elegy for mother of glass for mother of glass that's an image neil turpin brand new out of leeds something of your own and then black humor I know a Black Humor fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Burn the Welcome, man. What a record, man. I love that record. I remember it came out, and I got it just because of the cover, because it was actually Aretha Franklin. <laughs> they just painted their name over it. Put it I, so, yeah, it blew the, I, I bought it as soon as I saw it in the record stores. So what? This is the, the hand-making things. Yeah, That's, right, right. It just was so... Uh, so inspiring, and and that later happened with uh, Carolina. I was going to say uh, that brutal sound effects uh, yeah. component crew. Exactly. Right, right. Then we had Vermis Dolimbo, do Limbo Worms out of Brazil, brand new album, and this is Forca. Pete Kane, Pat Kane out of DC area with Dap from his new album. It's beautiful. I love it. Almost plenty of brand new stuff. Deep Blues. No, I think this is older, but they got new shit coming. They've been collaborating almost uh, real time. Uh, internet, they they've figured out schemes to uh, deal with the latency by, by putting spaces so you don't have to be sock tight, right? Like Jim Brown would ask Mr. Stubblefield. Or so finally, Mavis. Okay. Uh, were you aware of this cassette culture, people trading cassettes? And now I'm not talking mixtapes, because that's important, too. But cats, like what you were doing in your bedroom, uh, Al Margolis, people like this. I was not, no. Okay. okay. Later, in, 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 um, in my late, probably in, in college. Did you go to college for music? No. Well, I, no. I'm just asking. Some dudes do. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. That's okay. I, uh, I, I, college was really important to my musical journey because uh, uh, the I, I went to a, an alternative school, and um, 
my very first professor, although he wasn't teaching music, was the composer Ingram Marshall. And um, he uh, turned me on to so much stuff and just kind of blew my mind um, hearing his music because uh, he he was a student of minimalism, but he also worked with field recordings a lot. Yeah. And that, that went on to kind of be my my realm for for most of my life. Um, so I, I think um Although I didn't study music with him, um, hanging out with him and just talking with him and having him give the suggestions he made, sure. like having him sort of as a friend. The um, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Those things, I can't tell you how important people are to people. Everybody thinks it's some kind of like, you know, shortcut, but yeah, that, that, there's something about that, man. Uh, you know, we just lost a Cabaret Voltaire man, right, Mr. Kirk? Yeah, got to yeah. see him once. And they were a three-piece, right? And then they went to a two-piece. That third man went to the BBC, Mr. Watson. Same name as my missing man guitar. And he got into this field recording stuff. You, are you aware of that? For the BBC, I think he made him for it, so they'd have some kind of background stuff for their uh -huh. docs and shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then and then the other two guys, you know. Like the cabs, I guess, is the nickname. Kind of turned disco, but uh, man, there is an album called Mix Up. Maybe the first one that huge effect on us. Uh, Minuteman. So, so, what do you think about the? Yeah, so you, field recording interested you. Oh, again, the cassette recorder. Yeah, the whole idea of using a recorder as an instrument. Yeah, and I think also, um, <clears throat> I listened to a lot of music and read a lot of uh, about music before I ever seriously made music. And I, I would be really surprised if, uh, if Cage, because I had read all of his books by the time I was in, out of high school. And um, I think John Cage's idea, like the idea that you could play plants like and, it's, and make a piece of music that the that opening up spoke to me and that the fact that I made I made things and made music on them and it just didn't sound like other people's music um but but it did I mean some of it would sound like other bands who were breaking music like black humor you know there are tracks sure, on there sure, that sure. they don't sound like you would think you a lot of people would say that's not music and that's that's oh, what well, fuck, so yeah. brilliant that's like the bad wrong notes thing. You just don't yeah. like it. That's it. See, people mix aesthetics up with ethics. Fuck, fucked up thing. And that's why we got jackboots on each other's throats. Fucking assholes. As, as, as a human thing. But there's also great things and inspiring things. So we're a mixed up thing. But uh, there's actually an older tradition before even anything electric, right? I'm, I'm making your own shit, making music uh because of that mr parch were you aware of him then harry parch california guy yeah yeah i was aware of him and and even i think is it before parch with like schaefer pierre schaefer Absolutely. who i learned about yeah, yeah, yeah. and Henri. i got turned on to him yeah yeah um so i was uh, people did as people started hearing kind of what i was doing yeah. they would turn me on to stuff like that i think with parch i probably um 
if it wasn't Ingram Marshall who turned me on to him, it would have been right around that period. Yeah. Somebody else. Okay, okay. And then it was instrumental in your in your thing. Yeah, nobody's in a vacuum, right? Uh, right. And 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 the, another person who just crazy influential would have been like the 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 sports pieces by Zorn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's an incredible force of energy. <laughs> Yeah, and and <laughs> and he also helps like a lot Chris of other. He and the also, residents. I gotta say, Mr. Zorn also helps a lot of other musics, a musician. Oh my gosh, yeah. That, that's an important part because that's how you build community. Yeah. It's not just getting on the fucking guest list, <laughs> right? What is to be done? What was your first live performance? I've been thinking about that since. Uh, we first broached doing this and to, for the life of me, I have, um, I no idea. Just right off the spot from Pedro show. There's no hard questions. <laughs> there's no wrong answers. <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry about it. I'm just curious. I've, I've racked my brain and I got, no, I just no, I'm just curious. idea what CDC's have, first show was. <laughs> no, you only have a first show once. So that's why I asked that stuff. I just I'm, about it. I, I know that it would have been either in the Czar Bar or the Hot House in Chicago, in one of those two venues. Was it Man Alone? No, no. Uh, I think the first iteration of Carnival de Carnitas was with Bridget Wilson. Duet? Yeah. Yeah. Was it a success? Yes. Yeah, great. Were you scared? Uh, I'm still scared. <laughs> well, I am too, man. Every fucking gig after 40, 50 years. But I ask people that a lot of cats, you know, they got balls like church bells. Eh? The ladies too. You know, when it as a metaphor, you know, as, as like, yeah, I was born to do this. Why should I be scared? I'm like, fuck. I just want to be with my friend. <laughs> so that's why I asked that of you. Now, we're at the end of uh, first hour. Of uh, September 24, 2021. This is Watt Peter's special guest, Randolph Carter. Hold tight for hour two. September 24, 2021. Second hour, Watt Pedro's show. Fuck this. Manhattan. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's... 
Classic of 105. My friend. Comedy. be making your game went. Not good. Hey, I'm sleeping up. Yeah, 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 you're just the same. 
same series of techniques you demonstrated the other week. Yeah, 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 it seems like fun when you stare in at the sun. Stop trying to impress everyone. Stop wanting so hard and needing so hard. It can only end in
Show. Start off the second hour. Aim fire with the. That's a weird P, huh? Um, una flava, floiva, mount year at a glance. One uh, kind of lame year. <laughs> and then Ben Salter from Tasmania Losing, Lucas Abel from nearby Sydney with Pancake Face, brand new. And then SPP. Black Toa Lang. So I got to know about these projects. Like, well, you spoke a little bit about the uh, Carnival uh, Carnitas. But uh, what, what's the Versus? What's the Orso? What's the uh, Amphira? What's the SPP? Uh, the, the Versus pieces are um, essentially solo compositions for for field recordings. Um. And they, they, what they share, what that, that piece is essentially performed, it's composed for a Kurzweil K2000 that I used to have that, um, those used to be I, the big daddies, right? The, oh yeah, yeah. An amazing instrument, um, pre-computer and, and, and polyphonic, I was able, right? Hmm? Polyphonic because synthesizers yeah. were yeah like horns. Well, they didn't have to be, but the ones hooked up to the keyboards, right? Right. Well, and the, the, the thing about so I had the keyboard K two thousand and um, I could assign every single key a, a different sound. Yeah, so beautiful. I had a full keyboard um, and every key was a different field recording. There might be a few seconds or up to a minute or two. Yeah, like a, a modern Mellotron. <laughs> right. So these these pieces. Um, so those pieces are compositions that are I'm playing the keyboard. Yes, sir. But they. You know, if I hold down a particular key, it will just kind of repeat a particular sound. Um, so it's just layering, essentially. Um, part of, I think, part of the conceit of those pieces was it was essentially my instrument was performing the sounds of my life. Yeah, of course. <laughs> what else? <laughs> no, no, just kidding. And, and that, oh, go ahead. So, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, so the, well, so um, Orso is a band. Uh, I don't know if Phil Spirito, the bass player from Rex, um, that was his solo project, and we worked at the same company in um, Chicago. Yeah, and he would hear me doing my stuff down in the basement after hours. Yeah, um, and on his first record they'd done all sorts of studio wizardry that he couldn't perform he couldn't replicate those sounds live so when they did their first tour in late 90s um he asked me if i would if i would uh go go along with them so like a side man yeah so i just was kind of a hired gun for um a bunch of tours and ended up um, as you will on tour, like kind of writing, playing on new material that's being tested and ended up, um, I think, uh, 
we still record periodically together. And um, so that's a, it's a, just a band that I've been in and out of doing uh, um, uh, my stuff, my, my, my field recordings, my sounds um, for a couple decades. But also his stuff, right? Yeah, he's the primary composer. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I enjoy having um, just being a hired gun, just being somebody yeah, who's there yeah, to play know, other people's music. A lot of times, um, Randolph, so. I understand. Totally, I think it's, taking turns is really good. If you're going to ask somebody yeah. direction, why don't you learn how to take direction? Right? That's what I've learned. So it's yeah. good to keep like Shakespeare. Right? It's a stage, and we got different roles and shit. Mm-hmm. Whoever fucking wrote that shit. But um, what about Amphira? Uh, so that then Amy, is sort Amy, of Amy Fibra. Uh, yeah, I've never tried to pronounce it. Okay, okay. You're the first person, as far as I know, who's ever tried to pronounce that. <laughs> I told you when I get beyond words, we won't have to use that. I'll just put the thoughts yeah. in the fucking head. That is from um, so that idea of of your own life as your instrument. Yeah. Um. So the folks who kind of make up the the three people who make up the Museum of Viral Memory, um, we came up with a plan in the late 90s to compose uh, 20-some pieces of music uh, for one year to, of, of field recordings. And then one of our members from... Uh, <clears throat> I think September 2000 to September 2001 wore mics with recording gear on his body for 24 hours a day, seven days a week for a full year. Whoa. Um, and wow. then we we spent years, We I think spent... So you're hearing pissing noises, shitting noises? Yes, yeah. And how's he getting Every... the fucking tub? Huh? How can you tell? No, how does he get in the fucking tub or shower? Takes it off and puts it in the... Ah, so he takes him off. He does take it Yeah, you got to take it off to put it on the sink. Because you said 24-7 for a year, so I was thinking, Jesus. (laughs) He was a really smelly dude, no. (laughs) Okay, in SPP? So um, SPP is kind of uh, similar to Orso, uh, same job. Um, I, I... A another band was rehearsing down in that space and their keyboardist Nobu Stowe heard me doing my thing um, and asked and we started a jazz band together and SPP is an acronym um, it has stood uh, that particular jazz band put out I think we put out seven releases and no, none of them were under the same name. Oh, okay. They were all there. <laughs> of course. That'd be too easy. Look, yeah. I'm going to play something here. My special porpoise. A little pun rock, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Live from Pedro shows a chunk of music. My special porpoise. Season one, episode one, track one. Kishy Bashy after that, those days are gone. And then Sleepwalks mm. with Royals. Explain, please. Um, my special porpoise is a side project with the leader of Orso. So that's, that's Phil. Right. Um, and members of the MVM. And the, can, the idea behind that project, we're now recording season four. But the idea was um, we, we were curious what would happen if like uh, HBO style TV shows like Game of Thrones or Foundation or Sopranos, these big, big, big Yeah, shit idea. that Watt never watches. Right. What if those te- what if one of those uh, what if you started with the fully um, like the sound effects and the soundtrack first? So we composed um, a 10 episode first season soundtrack with all of the sound effects and fully um, and then shopped it around in Hollywood. Of course. <laughs> To various producers um, who, uh, through uh, just friends that that I have in in, in Los Angeles, got us meetings with a, a variety of folks at, at Showtime and Silver Entertainment and uh, just a bunch of other rando producers. Um, it's not who, who you know, it's who you blow. Yeah. Well, and in this case, <laughs> it, it didn't even matter who we blew because... <laughs> Everybody Thank just was um, they, everyone was really nice. We got a lot of we had a lot of pleasant conversations and then everybody would be like, yeah, this is ridiculous. It's impossible. <laughs> um, so all of that material is available copyright free for anyone on Earth who would like to if they would like to conceive of a big epic TV to use as the, the foundation. So we, we just wanted we wanted the music to be the the starting point, the sound no, to be I, the starting look, point I for a great, show. I think it's a great idea of media, different kinds of expression and form and others. But, you know, my third opera is based on paintings from this Dutch guy 500 years ago. Why? why you know what I mean? It doesn't always yeah, have yeah. to be a jam from the Prackpad or trying to copy uh, something off the karaoke machine. Look, look, we're at the uh, end of the second hour. September 24, 2021 edition Watt Pedro Show. Special guest Randolph Carter. Hold tight for hour three. September 24, 2021. It's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro Show.
Cathedral Show. Started the third hour. Sentimental Witches. <laughs> Great name. For a project. Collapsing Ode to Singing Bull. Flight Mash. Fleet from Lumbala Sacraments. Curse Injection. Copyright from James Twig Harper and Rubber O. Cement. That brutal sound effects group. Mm-hmm. And then First Symphony and Second Symphony from Homo Hubris. Yeah, that, that's a problem with this species. Homo Hubris. Notice humility and hubris both start with hue, but then it, it goes sour. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, the, I swear, the, this cat, John Coltrane, was doing this interview with the Dutch guy. And he asked him, who's your favorite tenor player? He goes, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the guy just started out shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, so tell me about Sentimental Witches. No, no, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't get to sleepwalks. Uh, sleepwalks is a project with Andrea Williams, who you had on. That's right. Month or two ago, yes, um, we. So that's a project pre-pandemic. Uh, we would um, set up in usually uh, performance like gallery spaces, performance spaces, um, sometimes lofts. And we invite an audience to come in around 8 p.m. and uh, sleep throughout the night. And we play from uh, 8 to 8, mixing field records. <laughs> 12-hour gig. Yeah. Um, okay. And then the, and the audience has little uh, – um, little flashlights with with like red light covers on them and and they get notebooks and pencils if they wake up they're supposed to write down their dreams do they have conk sacks <laughs> or yeah they... everybody okay. everybody brings and we pro- try to provide bedding um so that people are comfortable yeah. and then in the morning the first hour of the morning there's no talking everybody is instructed to eat drink coffee and try to write down the what they remember of their dreams um and the idea behind that project was to see if the compositions that we make, that we improvise out of just field recordings, yeah. um, how they impact dreaming. Um, and we've been really lucky that we've been able to work with a sleep researcher. Um, with it, uh, I think he's in San Diego now, but we met him because he, when he was at Stanford. And um, sometimes he'll he can wire people up, and and we can actually. Uh, see exactly what when somebody's dreaming and see what sounds were played before they dreamt and see how the sounds that were the compositions were making yeah the connects how they relate yeah um and the idea was uh that so andrea does a lot of of sound walks and we were wondering if it would be possible to do lead a sound walk through uh someone's dreams oh that's bitching what about sentimental witches um, that project, uh, so that's the collapse. So, um, collapsing, which is the first part of that track is, um, the, the brutal sound effects crew asked us if we would make a piece of music, um, you were for their little bootleg, you were com- la- for their awesome, amazing bootleg label. You were commissioned. Uh, well, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it was it, given how uh, 
amazing. I mean, th- those are some of the most inspiring folks in, <laughs> in my in in the world. So um, well, what they we were just... it, you know what? Uh, God, what was his name? Jake Rodriguez. He called it the the costume noise scene. <laughs> Yeah, and they are amazing, amazing, amazing people. And um, I got so to we, do one gig with them. It was very difficult. The costume in the base was like some rail uh-huh. that was like eight feet long. <laughs> Look, I want to play. They, we, we got to move They're incredible here. musicians. They and, and beautiful people too, and very uh, yeah. uh, encouraging and inspiring by uh, uh, by, by yeah. setting an example. I, I, I want to play this uh, Una. Uh, no, no, it's this fucking title is huge. <laughs> And so is the progeny, but I got to get to it because we're running out of time.
Watch for Pedro Show. Starting off the last music for this edition. That new unknown odor whose cause only a diseased fancy could envisage from Una Persons Noise Castra performs her lunar magic with Jeff Goulet and Entrasol. Uh, Graph from Netherlands after BTK after that. Uh, Requiem 4, finally. Or finally, Requiem 4 from Eugene Debs' Difficult Music Ensemble. You, you, you said something to me in an email about that. Is this a, your current thing, Eugene Debs? Difficult yeah, that, that, that's we actually perform around Eugene, and um, we're working on a West Coast tour when COVID hit. So. Yeah, right. Oh, just postpone it. You, you're going to get to it. Yeah. We're still working that's on it. That's what the vaccinations are for. Yeah, whatever. Charlie Christian, 25 years old, tuberculosis gets him because he didn't have the vaccine yet. Right? Anyway, yeah, I'm not going to, I didn't mean to get sucked. What about uh, Homo Hubers? That name is too good not to talk about. Uh, so a lot of these pieces uh, are, are a beginning and an end. So like with... Uh, First Symphony and Second Symphony, that piece with Homo Hubris, um, that's actually a, a piece of music concrete in the right channel, which is the First Symphony. And then over the last couple years, um, I've been working with uh, virtual orchestras just on in software. And so the, the, the left channel is the First Symphony, but transcribed from field recordings yeah. to two instruments. So I use, um, I'll assign each of the field recordings and a symphonic instrument yeah. and then transcribe the field recording yeah. for that instrument. Um, and that's actually what the collapsing uh, singing bowl is, is we took the piece for the brutal sound effects crew and we essentially ran it through the Montavani Mont uh, or Andre Kostelinet's machine and converted it into easy listening version. <laughs> but this idea of the, the stereo having different, talk about manifesting a juxtaposition. Yeah. Oh. And uh, this one with the long thing, Una Person's Noise Extra. Yeah. Uh, that That is uh, Jeff and Entresol uh, sent us stems and stems we are like submixes people it's not pieces of plants it's like submixes so instead of getting kick snare tom overheads right it's right yeah. Drum set. <laughs> yeah so they, they they sent us those pieces and we then uh mixed them in we we converted we threw them through the um we call it the noise act machine because it's uh music for noise and we <laughs> we we threw it through the noise act machine, turned it into an orchestral uh, score, and then layered their works, the original stems, in with the symphony. Oh, so man. that's a, that's just one movement. No, but that's a beautiful thing, uh, Mr. Cage. The idea, the concept, being having some weight when it comes to expression through music, uh, this is great. It's great. It seems that's a big thing with you, which I I love. What are we listening to? to start, get out of cruise control. Be awake. Be aware. I love it. We need more cats like you, man. No, no, truly. Uh, big honor. Whenever you want to be on the show, invitation open. You get this new stuff. 
you get the Eugene band back together. Come back on, please. We are we're recording that requiem, which is is right. made with virtual instruments. We're actually recording it with our proper instruments and and real vocalists. Sure, um, sure. When you get it, so come that, back on. Let's bring when it. When that's ready, I'll let you know. Okay, thank you so much. It's beautiful having you aboard. You're a big inspiration. Which so I want you to keep on, keep it on. People, it's been the September 24, 2021 Dishwap Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry.